He is risen. It is good to see you here this morning. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate Easter together. I'd like to read to you uh, from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28. After the Sabbath at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like that of lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He's not here. He has been raised just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay, and then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee, and there you will see him. Now I've told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. And suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. And they came to him and clasped his feet and worshipped him. And Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers, go to Galilee, and there they will see me. The word of God for the people of God. God. Well, I have uh, an announcement to make this morning. During the night, sometime before dawn, God raised Jesus of Nazareth from the dead. That's it. That's pretty much. <laughs> that's pretty much all I wanted to tell you today. Uh, and I'm sure if we just ended it right there and went home that I would renew your faith in miracles. And uh, this would be by far your favorite Easter sermon ever. <laughs> favorite sermon ever. But I, I hesitate because of one reason, and that's because I know people don't always get announcements when you just make them once. Uh, as a matter of fact, some of you missed that one. Because when I said it, you were busy getting ready and you didn't really catch it. And you turned to the person next to you and said, what did he say? And, and they said, I, you know, they were, they were silencing their cell phone and they, they, they had him not. He said something about God raised somebody named Dawn. I'm not sure. Uh, it sounds like sort of a strange Easter message to me. But that's the announcement. And, and, and even though it's tempting to do that, um, I, I know it, it, when you just make the announcement once, people don't always get it. So during the night, sometime before dawn, God raised Jesus of Nazareth from the dead. And um, <clears throat> again, I, I, the reason I, I tell you this again is because having been a pastor a long time, this is kind of how it works in, in church world, is when you make an announcement, um, like, like, well, let's just do one for like an example. If, if we were going to have a covered dish supper next Sunday evening, April 16th, at 6 o'clock, here in, in this, this room, and everybody was to bring some food. Now, we're not really going to do that. This is an example, okay? So <laughs> I don't want anybody showing up next Sunday night hungry. So, um, so if we were going to do that, we would print that announcement in uh, the program, which for some reason in church world is called a bulletin. 
But we would print it in the program, and it would be available out in the foyer for you to pick up and bring in, or it would also be on the website. Uh, then um, the liturgist would read that announcement before the service and remind everybody. Before the service started, actually, it would be on slides that would go in a loop, and you would see it several times before the service started. <clears throat> and then it would also be on our, our web page, it would be on our Facebook page, it would be on Instagram, and it would even be on the church app. And so um, after all of that, I, I know for a fact someone still will come up to me at the back in a couple of weeks and say, are we having that church dinner? When, when is that? What time is that? And then the real thing is, on April 23rd, a week after the fact, someone will come by and say, when is that church dinner going to be? And I'll say, it was last week. And they'll say, you know, I really wanted to go to that. We need to communicate better around here. So, so, so that's why I'm a little hesitant to just make the announcement one time. So, during the night, sometime before dawn, God raised Jesus of Nazareth from the dead. Amen. Now, this, this is the most important announcement of all. And, uh, you know, for some reason, like every other announcement, it's hard to hear. Uh, the women who first heard it at the tomb uh, they weren't sure what to do with it, so they ran to tell the disciples. Uh, what, and, and when they told them what they had heard at the tomb, uh, the disciples actually didn't believe it. Um, they heard the announcement, but they didn't believe the announcement. It would be as if, you know, I made that announcement here in church and someone next to you turned and said, I don't think they're going to have a covered dish supper, really. I just, <laughs> I don't believe it's going to happen. And, and they didn't believe them. And, and so John's gospel says that Peter and John ran to the tomb to see for themselves. And they looked inside and they saw that the tomb was empty and there were grave cloths lying there. And it said that John, after seeing that, he believed. But Peter uh, still didn't believe. That, that wasn't enough for him. He still didn't believe the announcement. And so as everyone seems to hear this announcement differently. Some hear it and believe. Some hear the announcement and they don't believe. Some hear the announcement and wish they could believe. And some hear the announcement and they just don't know what to believe anymore. So everybody hears it differently. And now for those of us who do believe, it's a really important announcement. And, and here's why. Because Jesus claimed to be the Son of God. And he claimed that the way he lived his life was the way God wanted all of us to live. That Jesus lived the life that God intended all of us to live when, he cre when God created us. He was compassionate. He was gracious. He was honest. And it, it seemed like for you know, a long time that he was the one who was going to lead us back to God. That He was the one who was showing us who God wanted us, what God wanted us to be like. And then it, it all just unraveled. And, and the religious leaders turned against him and his disciples abandoned him and he was crucified like a common criminal. And then it all seemed to end with this giant whimper with 
them carrying his dead body off and putting it in a tomb. So how are we to know if he was really the one or not? How are we supposed to know if he was the one sent from God? How are we to know that that's really the way we're supposed to live our lives or not? How are we to know? During the night, sometime before dawn, God raised Jesus of Nazareth from the dead. That's how we know. Because this is the life that God validated. And by raising him from the dead, God was saying to us, this is the one. This is the one I want you to follow. This is how I want you to live. And there are plenty of people that God could have raised from the dead. There have been numerous leaders and teachers that God could have validated, but God didn't. You know, most people looked up to King Herod. He was powerful. He was rich. He could do whatever he wanted. He had so much of the stuff that so, so many of the people spend their lives striving for these days. But God didn't raise him from the dead. He could have raised Caiaphas. I mean, Caiaphas was a religious, he was the head of the religious institution. He was supposed to be a really spiritual, religious man that everyone looked up to. But God didn't raise Caiaphas from the dead. God didn't validate his life. But when God raised Jesus from the dead, he was saying to us, this is it. This is who I want you to be like. This is the kind of life I want you to live. This is what I had in mind when I created you. And God validated it. God put a circle around it. He raised Jesus from the dead to say to us, this is the one I want you to follow. I want you to be like him. Every now and then, I like to throw in a Greek word just to prove that I really did go to seminary. And I was a little disappointed in the NIV translation uh, this morning in verse 6 because it missed a really important nuance. Verse 6 should be taken as a true passive, and the sentence should read, He has been raised. It was something God did um, for you. God raised Jesus from the dead. And God raised him from the dead for all the reasons that I just mentioned. He raised him to validate his life so we would know that he is the one. It's an important, if you believe this announcement, it's important because following Jesus is hard. And sometimes you get discouraged. And sometimes you wonder, is this life really worth trying to live? And we remember that this is the life that God validated. This is the life God approves of. And so for those of us who are attempting to follow Jesus and find it difficult, this is the validation. God raised him from the dead. This is our validation that this is what God has called us to be. So during the night, sometime before dawn, God raised Jesus of Nazareth from the dead. I love the way Fred Craddock put it. He said, God pulled the sheet off the coffin and made it the cloth for the banquet table. That's the validation that we need. 
And it's an important announcement, even for those who don't believe. All I can do for you this morning is make the announcement. I wish I could do more, but I can't. I can tell you that I honestly believe the announcement to be true. I really do. And, you know, I'm not one of those people that at some time in my life I sat down and in one column wrote all the reasons I find the resurrection doubtful and in another column all the reasons I find that, that it might have really happened. It wasn't like that for me. For me, it was, it was more experiential than, than cognitive. It was, it was an experience because I, I saw other people that seemed to have something in their life. They seemed to have a relationship with God that I didn't know was possible. And so I started praying and I said, God, if you're real, please make yourself real to me like you have these other people that I know. And I can't explain it except to say that God did make God's self real to me. And, and I experienced God's presence in a way that changed my life. And it's lasted a really long time. You've experienced things like that yourself. You've had an experience that was hard to explain, but it changed you, and now you see the world differently. If Jesus is the life that God validated by raising him from the dead, then that makes a difference in how we live. It means we follow Jesus, and his example is the way that we really find the life that God created us to have. So some of you this morning, you've you've heard the announcement And it's not that you disbelieve, it's just that you have a hard time believing. And as a matter of fact, you came here this morning hoping you might hear something that might actually help you to believe. Well, you're in good company. Because like I said earlier, Peter didn't believe. Thomas didn't believe the announcement the first time he heard it. The Apostle Paul didn't believe the announcement the first time he heard it. Actually, I don't know many people who do believe the announcement the first time they hear it. Sometimes it takes a long time to move from this gospel stuff just sounds too good to be true to this gospel stuff is too good not to be true. And sometimes it takes a while to move to that place. So you've heard this announcement before, but who knows, maybe today will be the day that it rings true for you. During the night, sometime before dawn, God raised Jesus of Nazareth from the dead. And I think sometimes we don't pay attention because we think the announcement doesn't concern us. It's for somebody else. It's for, you know, those religious folks, those church folks. It's it's like the covered dish supper announcement. And we hear it and we say, well, you know, that's not for me. I'm not going to go to that. Who wants to sit around and eat homemade food and have new friends when I can stay home and watch Netflix and eat a Hot Pocket? And uh, we, we think the announcement's not for us, it's for somebody else. But you know, eventually Peter came to believe, and eventually Thomas came to believe, and eventually even the Apostle Paul came to believe. One day they heard the announcement again, and they realized it was for them. 
And they were never the same. And that's my prayer for you. I don't know how many times you've heard the announcement. But I hope today is the day that it clicks. I hope today is the day that it rings true and takes hold for you. You know, technically, the season of Easter lasts 50 days. So you don't have to decide right now. You have the whole Easter season to work it out. And I'm sure if you applied for an extension, one would be granted. But I wouldn't keep putting it off. Think about it. Think about some people you know who are real followers of Jesus, whose lives have a love and a grace about them that is so different. Ask them about their faith. Call them on the phone and tell them what your questions are. And of course, you're always welcome to talk to me. You can make of the announcement whatever you want. I can't tell you what to do with it. I can only tell you that when I finally believed it and realized it was for me, it changed my life. During the night, sometime before dawn, God raised Jesus of Nazareth from the dead. Happy Easter.